winging it here. So let's see how we make out with uh, yet another live video to describe the fifth workout in the series that I'm launching um, to try to get people working, uh, working out, staying active while they're in uh, self-isolation or social distancing. Um, it's hard to get a workout in when you're stuck at home and particularly when you don't have any actual fitness gear. But today's workout will give you an opportunity to try something a little bit different and it will use stuff that you most definitely have around the house. Um, the only gear that you're going to need, um, for starters anyway, because we're going we're gonna to build our way up to something a little bit more advanced, but starting at the absolute beginner level that anyone can do, you're going to need a laundry basket with some stuff in it uh, and you're going to need a chair. Now, in my case, I've dragged one of the laundry baskets downstairs, but I'm going to use my box as my chair. Um, so here's what the workout is going to be. I'll bring that in a little bit closer. It is going to be a ladder of 10, 9, 8, 7, all the way down to 1 of each of these two movements. A, uh, a laundry basket deadlift followed by a chair tuck up. So, what does that mean? Well, we're going to work our uh, work our legs, our back, our, our uh, what we call in as trainers the posterior chain, doing deadlifts. But we're going to limit the range of motion because we're using a basket, and that sits out a lot further away from the front of our body than something like a barbell does. Um, but I'll talk about other options that you can use as well. And you're going to do tuck-ups from a chair, and we will scale that up to things like sit-ups, atomic sit-ups toes to bar, whatever you want to do for your abdominal area as well. So you're going to get a little bit of core exercise because you're going to do some core bracing when you're lifting the deadlift and you're going to do core bracing when you are doing the chair tuck. So let's look at the first one. If you're going to do a deadlift with something as simple as a laundry basket, all you wind up having to do is put a little bit of weight in it. So uh, wet laundry is heavier than dry laundry, so just be careful of what you're, what you're lifting here. And what I want you to do is think about bending your knees and your hips at the same time towards the floor while keeping your chest fairly upright. You're not going to be upright all the way like you normally are when you're standing, but because you have to be able to hinge your way down to the floor. So I'm going to start by putting the laundry basket on an elevated position. I don't want to go from the floor if I'm not ready for it. So if you start from an elevated position, you, you could actually use the chair that you're going to use for the second part of the movement, or you could put it down on some other lower surface, um, just as long as you don't get all the way to the floor until you feel you're ready for it. So all you're going to do is bend at the hips, straight arms, stand yourself up. Now I have a very short range of motion here, so I'm not moving the weight very far, but if I go as far as down to the floor, you'll notice that my hips and my knees are bending at the same rate, but I'm letting my arms stay straight, my chest is up, and importantly, I've still maintained that curve at the base of my spine that's there when I stand up. So that's what you're gonna do for a deadlift. All you have to do if you're using your laundry basket is add a little bit of weight to make that a little bit more challenging. If you do have fitness gear at home, whether it's a pair of dumbbells or a kettlebell, or if you're really lucky, a barbell, you can substitute those movements in I'll demonstrate the kettlebell and the dumbbell uh, movement because that's the type of equipment that even a beginner may have at home from doing regular type of athletic activity. Um, a barbell is probably going to be a little bit beyond what we'll talk about during our workouts, but any of you CrossFitters out there, if you feel like substituting heavy deads in for 10 down to 1, just keep in mind you're getting 55 reps here in total, so 
be reasonable about your loading here. It's not supposed to be a heavy deadlift. It's supposed to be a moderate load and you're doing a little bit more volume here. So if you have a pair of dumbbells or even one dumbbell, you can do a deadlift with that weight as well. But the same principles apply. When I set myself up to move the weight from the floor, I'm still setting myself up with my knees and my hips bent roughly equally, and I'm going to extend pressing the floor away and stand up. The same thing applies if I want to use a kettlebell. The difference is the weight is now right in the middle of my stance, so I'm going to put the kettlebell right, right in between the laces of my shoes, reach down in between, again, arms are relaxed, and I'm going to press the floor away with the front edge of my heel, standing to a full position. I don't need to exaggerate, I don't need to lean back, I just want to stand up naturally. These are supposed to be functional movements, everyday ways that you would move anyway. So, that's the deadlift. So, the idea is you do 10 of those, then 10 of the chair tucks, then 9 of those, 9 of the chair tucks, and so forth. So, let me show what, what I mean by a chair tuck. Put my basket off to the side. So, let's assume that you're sitting on a chair. You're going to scoot yourself forward so that you're, you're sitting just a little bit with your hips uh, solidly on the box. You're going to, or on your chair rather, you're going to hang onto the sides of the chair or prop your hands down onto the box. And all I want you to be able to do is with your heels relatively close to the chair, I want you to be able to bring your knees off the floor for a second or two and back down again. Up and back down again. Use your abdominals, try to breathe in nice and deeply, and then release as you bring your legs down. If that's a little bit too beginner level for you, you can absolutely do this as a sit-up. So we'll get down onto the floor. If you want to put uh, a yoga mat under your back so that you're not, depending on the type of floor you got, if you're on carpet, you're fine. Um, but keep in mind that over the course of 55 reps of this, 10 down to one, your tailbone's gonna rub on the floor a little bit. So you may want to put something cushioned underneath you even if the floor is fairly soft. So uh, a sit-up in the, the CrossFit and fitness world that I wind up uh, playing in is very functional. We're not going to do something where we're locking our feet underneath something. We're not going to be super strict about how we get up. This is going to be a functional movement. If you fell down and landed on your back, how would you get up quickly? You're going to lie down, bring your shoulders all the way down to the floor, bring yourself up in as fast a fashion as you can. Um, if you have a higher degree of fitness than 55 reps of a regular sit-up will allow, then you can do what's called a tuck-up or an atomic sit-up. You lie down flat, bring the feet off the floor, tuck up, and then back again in that elongated position with your hands stretched out behind you. And you'll notice my feet aren't way up in the air, trying to keep them nice and low to activate my lower abdominals. So it's 10, 10, 9, 9, 8, 8, all the way down to 1 and 1. So it'll take you a little while, take your time, take some adequate rest in between. Obviously the ways to scale these up, I focused on changes in the movement itself before really worrying about the weighting. But another way that you can make the, the movements a little bit more challenging is to add a little bit more weight. And then finally, the last possible option that I want you to consider is moving faster. Now with deadlifts, I generally suggest don't move faster. Move at whatever feels like a very slow, comfortable pace for that type of movement. For a sit-up, you can probably get away with moving a little bit faster and still stay pretty, stay pretty safe, pretty comfortable. So, that's the workout for today. Hopefully, because it was raining today, 
This will be a workout that you'll be able to tackle inside. And then we're supposed to get some nice weather tomorrow, so hopefully you'll be able to get out and enjoy some fresh air. So there's, there's my details. Um, I've got a podcast that I run semi-regularly. I think I'm guilty of not always publishing every month like I usually promise. But I did release two episodes very recently that were some interesting guests talking about fitness and health. And of course, I'm releasing these workouts just as something fun to do to keep myself entertained and to keep me thinking about different ways to make fitness fun for other people that are stuck inside just like I am. Um, you know, I, I have the benefit of an entire gym in my house and nobody, not everybody has that. So if you, if you like this content, please like and share the videos as you see fit. Um, send me an email at info at boxjumper.ca if there's any questions that you might have or if you've got ideas for stuff that you might like to see me talk about. Um, hopefully this has been helpful for you and you'll continue to get a little bit of fitness worked into your day even when you're, uh, you're a little bit stressed and, and feeling a little claustrophobic stuck at home. I'll uh, release another workout again tomorrow. Talk to everybody soon. Thanks.